Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So excited to be with you each and every week. It is the Indiana Outdoor Show, and I'm your host, Brian Pointer. So great to be with you. And last weekend, the Great Indiana State Fair, but so many other things. we got squirrel season already started. I've seen some great picks, great traditions, friends getting together, maybe youngsters out for the first time. It's here. Hunting season is upon us. Last weekend of the fair is mentioned. Get your last dose of corn dog and elephant ear. Or grilled cheese, whatever your fancy might be. Mine's pineapple whip. Not many people know that. It's, you know, I got a lot of quirks. We have a big show. We're going to be talking to a first-time camper. And that doesn't sound very exciting, except for the fact solo, female, way out of comfort zone. And we're going to find out what that experience was like. And I'm going to preview it and hopefully not give away too much, but... It was a pretty darn good experience for her, so much so she's going back. So we're going to find out all about what led to that conversion. We're also going out to the State Fair last weekend of the barn and all the activities, what's happening. If those snakes are there, I'm out. And, of course, the sunshine of the Indian Outdoor Show, Ginger Murphy, joins us. State Park update. We haven't talked to her in a bit. It is the Indiana Outdoor Show. I'm not going to take any more time because I want to get to Leslie and find out about this great camping experience in Indiana Outdoors. Right after this. It is the Indian Outdoor Show. I hope you know that by now. And I am your host, Brian Pointer. Last weekend of the great Indiana State Fair. Hopefully you've had your fill of corn dogs, pineapple whip, and elephant ears. Maybe the dairy barn. Maybe the maybe the uh, walleye sandwich behind the Department of Natural Resources Pavilion. It's all there for you. Had a great weekend out there last weekend with my brother and his family and uh, may try to make it out yet one more time. But as always, we're brought to you by our friends at Indiana Donor Network, driven to savelives.org. That's the number two. You can sign up to be that organ and tissue donor when you buy your hunting and fishing license or just go to the website. It couldn't be any easier. Help to save eight lives and heal up to 75 others. As I mentioned, well, as I mentioned at the top of the hour, it's a big show. A little later on, we're going to get an update from the Indiana State Fair this last weekend. But for all these years, we've been doing Indian Outdoors. We always talk about getting new people into the outdoors. One of the things that I have preached, and I know there's a lot of folks who take that evangelization, if you will, seriously encouraging others to get into the outdoors and uh longtime friend of mine recently told me, I never am shocked by what you say, Leslie, but you know, 
this instance, you said you were going camping. Now, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but uh, you're here on Indian Outdoors for a reason. I was so struck with our conversation after your camping experience. And I said, you know, people need to hear this. So I got to go back to the beginning, though. Uh, first of all, welcome to Indian Outdoors. How are you doing this morning? I'm doing well. Thank you for having me. It's my pleasure. And you're here for a reason, as I mentioned. And you and I have known each other for a long time. And all of a sudden, you throw this this uh, bomb in the punch bowl here that I'm going camping. And you are, I don't want to put words in your mouth again, a self-described introvert. This is way beyond what I would have expected your comfort zone to be. And all of a sudden, you've bought all this stuff and you're going out and you had a, a mentor friend of yours and you said you're going to camping and you went over to Shade State Park. What in the world made you decide that this was the time and the place for you to get out into our great state parks and enjoy Mother Nature and camping? Where'd that all come from? I'm wondering that myself, but um, I would have to say that I just, I do enjoy being outdoors. The whole concept of sleeping outdoors is something I don't enjoy or, and I'm intimidated by it. But um, <laughs> I was dog sitting and we went on some trail walks and I was like, I, I want to get back out to that. I used to do that quite a bit out at Eagle Creek. But um, so I thought I'd start venturing out a little bit. Well, there you have it. And you, you found your way out. You were dog sitting and... Every dog loves his trails and loves to get out in nature. And here his master for that weekend was you. And you realize that all God's glory is right there. Mother Nature is always perfect. And she spoon feeds a perfect, beautiful environment for everybody to enjoy. And I didn't think you were serious. The next thing I know, you know, you've been on Amazon. Your your shopping cart's full. Uh, You show me the pictures, and you start telling me the stories, which is what I enjoy and what this show is about. You start telling me the stories about what that was like from I'm going to go camping to actually camping. So when the time came, you get in the car and you ride out to Shades, beautiful state park for for all those that may have never been there. Um, what was what was it like? What were you feeling when you got in the car and said, oh my God, I got all this gear now that I've purchased and I'm going camping? Well, as I told my friend that is more experienced and was taken a novice, that the my purchases were either going to be a one and done and it was going to be a luxury uh i could have spent on a luxury hotel or um hopefully i was going to enjoy it and would try to do something similar once a month but it was comforting to have um my friend my friend that knew knew the ins and outs and that could guide me more on the camping side um, so that I wasn't too annoying to other people. But it is, it has its own language. Um, it is slightly intimidating when you're a newbie. Explain that, so, because I think what you found, and I don't want to put words in your mouth, but I've heard your stories, it really wasn't intimidating, and it does have its own language, but what does that mean to you? What did you? What, what language did you think you were hearing, and what was intimidating about it? 
Um, well, what I thought I would experience would be you, you know, you go, you're, you're more secluded, um, and you stay in your zone where I, I am not, I am a self-proclaimed introvert. Which is your comfort zone in this little area right here. (laughs) Exactly. Um, so when I, uh, just like walking through to use the restroom or the bathroom, people are like, hi, neighbor. Hi, neighbor. And I was like, you stay on your side. Um, <laughs> so that was at the beginning. You know, you stay in your, you get back in your lane. But exactly. then what happened as the weekend progressed? Well, um, there were individuals that were very friendly and you could tell that they were willing to lend their expertise or a helping hand to anybody that really needed it. To me, they were, when I came back through, they were telling me about the meteor showers that were happening last weekend and was asking if that's why I was there. I shared with them that I'm an accountant and no, (laughs) (laughs) that is not my, my interest. But we struck up a conversation, and by the evening campfire time, I'm inviting them over for s'mores, which is so beyond my comfort zone. And um, they ultimately came over because we were making banana s'mores, as I call them, which are delicious, by the way. Always. I knew about those before I went, so I came prepared. You always, anytime you put bananas and chocolate over a fire and some marshmallows, it's going to be delicious. Exactly. And how could you not make friends over banana s'mores? All right. So you, I wasn't you, looking to make friends. You were. You started out, stay in your lane, bro, and I'm here just to experience this, and I don't know what I'm going to get. Next thing you know, you find out people are actually friendly, willing to offer uh, their friend, not just their friendship and and hospitality, but all of a sudden you strike up a conversation and uh, you you kind of went way out of your comfort zone and actually went over and invited them to come over and share in your feast, right? I I did. I was a little proud of myself. My friends were um, asking who I was and like had I been adopted by aliens or gotten bit by some wild animal and now have you know <laughs> do you have lyme disease did you get bit by a tick <laughs> exactly They're, they are wondering that so so let's demystify this because you're your perfect example of what we talk about here and getting people new into the outdoors and experiencing indiana's great parks and properties you didn't know what to expect and is it safe to say that your expectations were exceeded for what it might have been um yes i will be going back again i i learned what i learned some things of how to make some adjustments and in my own equipment and um sleeping arrangements per se uh so i've I reloaded the Amazon cart with new purchases <laughs> to help facilitate future trips. And, you know, but, we always talk about this when we talk about fly fishing or bow hunting or anything. You can always spend way too much money. 
you can be minimalistic. You were camping at that time out of your car, which is a perfect yeah. opportunity for someone who might be new, wanted the safety features, didn't know what they were going to be getting into and, and have the security of a car, which I completely understand. Now I understand because we got together and I was hearing about this trip. Now you're buying tents and tarps and you're, you're full on in this thing, aren't you? It got delivered yesterday, so let's say yes on that. <laughs> so you you told me that you've set some goals as a result of this. What are your goals here for the rest of the season? Um, I would like to get out at least once a month um, until it's uh, the weather is not permitting. Or, and I know there are individuals that can do the winter camping. I don't like wintertime inside, let alone outside. Um, So that and to how I found shades was I went to the Indiana website or the the parks. Right. And I was looking at trails to find easy trails um, to start with. So I would like to progress on the trail to where I'm not saying I'm walking, but actually hiking. So let let me ask you a question. And this is where I want you to get real. What were you most afraid of? Be serious. Bears and werewolves. <laughs> See, I knew you were going to say that. So you have these, these wackadoo ideas that there's some Sasquatch in the woods or a bear is going to get you. Did you, did you see any Yeti, Sasquatch, abominable snowman or bears? No, but I would have snapped a picture if they came after me. So know that if I do get eaten, that probably my last picture will be of a bear or a or a werewolf. So you didn't see any of those creatures, but <laughs> you, it's legitimate, and I don't want to make light of it because there are some fears that people take in. You know, you're not used to sleeping outside. You're not used to the environment of other. You're living in the backyard of the bears and the werewolves, and you're now in their place. But I'm glad to hear. Is it safe to say that you kind of okay? Well, that wasn't too bad. The bears didn't get me. Very true. Very true. So that's why I entertained the idea and now have purchased a tent. God love you. So we're visiting with Leslie. She is a first-time camper as of last weekend, someone who I would never have predicted, and I've known you for 25-plus years, as a camper. Now, shame on me for never saying, hey, why don't you do this? But this was something that you cooked up in your head, which is always a scary place to go because I know you so well. But Exactly. You did this after the fact. You didn't tell anybody, and you just said, don't tell anybody, but I'm going to go again. And you're shaking the bugs out. You've had a couple of shakedowns. Do you see any other higher adventures in your future? Um, I guess I would... Um, I would... Uh, I would like to eventually wander out of the state of Indiana. It's obviously a comfort zone. Um, where that might be, I have friends in Colorado that I have called nuts for a long time for their mountain adventures. They do send me pictures. It's beautiful, but I'm like... No, not for me. T- yeah, and they tell these stories about, like, oh, we went hiking and we met because they lived here in Indiana and they met people from Carmel and talked and had coffee. And I'm like, that just sounds miserable. So, 
um, hopefully I can, um, you know, kind of be more open to that and make, make some new friends and, you know, see where the adventure leads me. You know, you I and I, you and I are both of people of faith. And one of the things that I've always found, whether I'm hunting, whether I'm fishing, whether I'm camping, whether I'm adventure climbing or doing whatever, you cannot help but realize there is a God and what a better place to talk to that God, whatever it might be for whoever you might be than to be in mother nature who is always perfect and so beautiful how do you deny there's a god when you go out and watch the sun come up you see the meteor showers even though that wasn't your intention you make some new friends you've you get more comfortable and you just see god in all its glory out in the great indiana state parks and i totally agree with that and that was also a motivator that kind of going out of the going out of your comfort zone to find a little bit of solitude, to listen, to pray, to read, to reflect, um, with, has been part of that part. I've kind of kept on the DL per se, cause that's, <laughs> that's a little bit personal, but I understand yeah, that that's, um, but those are all the benefits a big motivator too. Is it safe to say that you're going to continue this, which I've heard you've said, you've got some gear, you're going to be like me and become a gear junkie. Cause you look around at everybody else going, Ooh, I think I'd like that. That would be nice. <laughs> well, Leslie, you've been so great to share your story about a first time camping experience. Can we invite you back another time after your, uh, now a serious expedition long term? you know go out week-long camping and expedition in the backwoods can we call you again i would love it it might be a little bit though that's okay we're very patient we've been doing this show 25 years but leslie it's great to have you be a part of indiana outdoors best of luck enjoy your camping this weekend solo female camper first time experience i love to hear this story and i hope somebody else listening today has been motivated to by you to say you know what if she can do it i can do it let's just get out and do it whatever it might look like so leslie thanks for being a part of it always an open phone thanks for being a part of indiana outdoors Thank you, Brian. Take care. My pleasure. It is the Indiana Outdoor Show, and I am your host, Brian Pointer, brought to you by Indiana Donor Network, driven to savelives.org. Such a great story. We're going to jump out to the Indiana State Fair last weekend. Don't go anywhere. We're going to be back right after this. Such a great day, such a great weekend. It is the Indiana Outdoor Show. I am your host, Brian Pointer. Love the music. I love that segment with Leslie. We're just going to go first names on this, but first time female camper, solo, and she got so out of her comfort zone and had the time of her life and made great strides and now is going back and making a commitment to go once a month. I love that story. I love the stories that have come out of the Indiana State Fair, believe it or not. I think it feel like we've been talking about this Indiana State Fair for six months, but it's a big, long run coming to an end this weekend. Connie who has been running the Department of Natural Resources Pavilion and all the activities out there for the Indiana State Fair, who's been with us giving us a preview of what's happening each weekend. It's our last run. Are you sad? I am a little sad, Brian. It's coming to an end, but um, that might be because I'm thinking about the cleanup that's coming up next week. <laughs> the cleanup, yeah. In that, see, I'm, I'm one of those guys. I love the prep. I love, I love the party. I love all of it, but 
I want somebody else to clean it up. Don't you have people for that? I do, but I mean, like like you were saying, it feels like we've been talking about Safer for six months, but I truly have been <laughs> working with our DNR team and um, getting us all ready to go for, you know, kicking off the fair um, in July. But now that we're talking about cleanup, it's like, where's all my volunteers? Where's all my hands? Where's all my help? I'm just kidding. We have plenty of people that are going to be out there next week. You know, the fish are going back to Sakana, uh Monday morning, I believe. I love it. Off to the next fair. The fish are going off to the next fair. That's a joke. <laughs> They're on no, a circuit. They, they, won't, they won't be doing the, yeah. the national tour quite yet. Well, I have to ask in all seriousness, you have to be exhausted because I was out there for a day and I couldn't get home fast enough to sit in my chair. And you're out there every day, all day. I was like, you caught me on a good day since we're just coming out of the, um, you know, going into the weekend yep. and um, my, my voice isn't as raspy as it gets some days at the end of Saturdays and Sundays out there. I can imagine. So, Connie, tell me what people can expect. I was out there last Friday. It was a beautiful day and the DNR building never looked as good and everybody was friendly and it was so nice just to walk through and spend a few minutes. The fish pond was active. The mercantile had all kinds of great stuff. People were smiling. The Hunter Ed folks, of course, had their um, shooting for the kids, the simulated shooting, and I just loved it. So you've done a great job. Congratulations. What's on tap for the DNR building this weekend? Well, thank you, Brian. Like, I couldn't do it by myself. We've got a great team, but we um, we chatted last week about um, the snakes um, being oh, here. I hate building. those things. Are they coming back? <laughs> They're back again oh. today. <laughs> you want to see me squeal like a teenage girl, put those things in front of me. I, I know Jared, and I love his commitment to him, but those damn snakes, when he brings them out, I just I turned into a prepubescent girl. Uh, I may have jumped a little bit when Jared tried to bring somebody through the info, uh, info nope. desk last week. So I might I might be uh, spending a little more time uh, walking the grounds. While That's grounds for termination <laughs> right there. Love no, you, Jared. Of course not. I want Jared to be the person that handles the snake. It's keeping me from having to All do All right, it. so the snakes are back. What else? Uh, so we have... Um, not just snakes, but the reptiles rule show uh, both this morning at 10 a.m. and then tomorrow on Sunday for our last day. We'll be back again. Um, what reptiles we'll have out there? That's a surprise. You just have to come out and see the show. Oh, I like um, that. That's a tease. That's a radio tease right there. <laughs> see, like, like I said, I'm becoming an expert. Um, Live Birds of Prey, we'll, we'll be back at the amphitheater as well. That's going to be 4.30 um, in the afternoon, both Saturday and Sunday. And then, like you mentioned, um, come check out the fish in the ponds outside, the aquariums inside the building before they leave and go back to Sakana. Um, fishing for um, kiddos from 5 to 17. Um, they're at the fishing pond behind the building. And then uh, Fish and Wildlife, they're doing a kayak fishing um, demonstration. That's today, this afternoon. And anybody that's interested in combining fishing and kayaking, come on out and maybe you'll learn some, something new. Connie joins us. She is the the brains and the energy coordinating so many volunteers. It was so nice to see a bunch of kids around our hunter education folks and all the conservation officers in their green uniforms answering questions, interacting with the public. And that's just one benefit. You know, one thing we don't talk about is what's outside the pavilion, the butterfly pavilion 
I thought that was spectacular. And that's been there for a while. And I don't know why I just I walked up to it. and I was like, this is really kind of a cool thing outside. Oh, yeah. The butterflies. Yeah. But yeah. Um our entomology department, they do a great job in sourcing, um, you know, just some interesting visual beauty, beauties of, of nature out there in the garden. And um, if you're ever there when um, our etymology staff is in the butterfly garden, uh, stop them, ask them about um, different ways that you can attract butterflies to your own um, home gardens and your yard as well. Connie, so I've got to ask, you've gone through this, and I'm sure people have offered their suggestions, and you've made notes and all kinds of... What did you learn about your first year running the building out there, and what can folks look forward to maybe next year? Oh, man. So there's... You know, so many ideas that we've we bounced around prior to this year's fair, and um, our, I have a pretty thick notebook of uh, notes for next year. Uh, you know, is, we'll have to have to find out what the theme is and what um, how DNR is going to play into that to the whole state fair uh, show next year. So, believe it or not, we are just months, very few short months away from the start of the Ford Boat Sport and Travel Show. And I understand you're going to be in charge of the DNR operations out there, which is another long run, but absolutely so fulfilling. It was strange as I was walking through the brand new sheep barn uh, yesterday and I went through, or last weekend, and then I went through the Champions Pavilion where there's horses and you go in where there's goats in where the tackle town is. And I was like laughing out loud going, how are they going to do this? But they do it every year with such ease it feels like converting that into other shows but man that that pig new pig pavilion is unbelievable have you walked over there oh yeah so the um the the fall creek pavilion there the new building yes yes it's it's still got that like new car smell yeah it Um, does at least it did at the beginning of the fair like i know we've had the the pigs i was gonna say if you can smell (laughs) the new car smell after all those pigs they were elbows to you know what in there um, but it still had a you know like a little lingering of that. But yeah, it's a it's a gorgeous building, and I can't wait to see the transformation um, over over the events there at the fairgrounds over the next few months leading up to the um, boat sport and travel show. Um, I'm real excited to be a part of DNR and bringing you know my ideas and energy into that event as well. So we'll be um, you know out there selling licenses, um, debuting the new fishing guide for 2024 um, in, in February at the Boat Sport and Travel Show, and I can't wait for that as well. Connie, you've been great this month as we've been talking about what's happening at the State Fair. It's coming to an end. You're going to get a little bit of a break and then start planning for the next big event. But thanks so much for all your contributions and making it worthwhile. Real real quickly, what is the place where people can go to find out exactly what's happening at the DNR Pavilion this weekend? Oh, that is dnr.in.gov slash statefair. Couldn't be any easier. Connie, best of luck to you. Go get it. Go take a nap. I I will try to squeeze that in today. All right. Talk to you soon. (laughs) Thanks for everything you did this month. Thank you, Brian. Talk to you later. My pleasure. It is the Indiana Outdoor Show. Love that person. Love the Indiana State Fair. Speaking of loving that person, we're going to talk to Ginger Murphy next because we haven't talked about state parks here. We talked earlier to Leslie. We're going to find out what's happening with the sunshine of the Indiana Outdoor Show. Ginger Murphy, when we return right after this.
the Indiana Outdoor Show. I am your host. What a great show. Thanks to everybody who's joined us. We had a first-time camper who went to Shades, solo female, way out of her comfort zone. And what we learned is she had the time of her life and is now going back and planning to do that once a month. And I love to hear that story because it falls right into the heart of the sunshine of the Indiana Outdoor Show, Ginger Murphy, with our Division of State Parks. I was so thrilled to have had a conversation with, uh, we'll just call her Leslie, that's her name, and solo female just decided, you know, I want to go out and try this, and now she found the time of her life, made friends. She's very much an introvert and was way outside of her comfort zone. And she found that everybody was so friendly and so nice. She even was inviting people to her campfire by the time it was over. That has to make you feel good, Ginger. That is great. That's a great story to hear, Brian. You know, there is nothing like sitting around a campfire, talking to each other and sharing stories and getting to know each other. And I'm, that, that's the way it works in our at our properties people share food they tell stories together they help each other back into their sites with their campers and uh they are just they're mostly good to each other and um it's it's a community you know it really we talk about our properties becoming small cities on the weekend and neighbors are close together and they mostly get along well you know the interesting you know the interesting thing about this is that she was concerned i mean a single female who has mm-hmm. never done anything like this goes out now by herself and says i'm going to give this thing a try and she bought some stuff and she did some stuff to get ready she wanted to camp in her car in case and i've always said that's a great opportunity you know if security is important to you just roll out in the back of your suburban and you know she did that and it was great but real legitimate issues when you're out there you're concerned for your safety and i think what she found is she's now got a tent and she's going back this weekend by herself that is great going back to yeah going back to the same place going back to shades going back to shades going back to shades so i just wanted to share that story because you and i've been talking for more than two decades about how great indiana state parks are and that was a great testimonial and you know when she was out there the people that were around her doing a little neighboring as they are oft to do are you here for the meteor shower last weekend and she promptly says no i'm an accountant (laughs) and that is funny if you know her but it's still funny nonetheless but that was a big weekend but speaking of the stuff we got an eclipse coming up that is going to be absolutely indiana is going to be right in the major part of that what's going on with the planning and prep for that and when is it yeah, we are in the heart of it. That is, it is April eighth, twenty twenty four, and we and DNR have been working on our planning for it for more than a year, really a couple of years. Uh, we got our first request for lodging after the two thousand seventeen eclipse. Holy which smokes! Did not really come across Indiana um, in totality. It, it was in Kentucky. You could go to Kentucky, but it missed Indiana. So the like the day after that eclipse, we got a phone call and said, hey, I want to make reservations for Brown County uh, for A. Martin Lodge for 2024. And we said, what? <laughs> and then started looking at it and realized that it was going to come, it's going to arc right across the state from down uh, at Hovey Lake and Harmony, 
across through Bloomington and Indianapolis and across over to Newcastle and over to uh, Brookville Whitewater. So we have somewhere around 50 plus properties that are in the zone of totality. And what that means is that it is going to get dark. The sun will be completely shadowed by the moon. The, the moon will move in front of the sun and, and it will be dark. So um, that's called the zone of totality. It's just, uh, we, we are planning for day users who will come to our properties we're planning for the lodges and the lodges within that zone are pretty much full at this point camping opens up six months in advance of april 8th so that's coming up in october i wouldn't want to man the switchboards on that day uh, yeah, it's it, it, it'll either be online or sw- or calls. Yes, it's going to be uh, a crazy day, I think, because the campgrounds are going to be great places to be. Right. And even if you're not in a place where the sky is open, where you're gonna you know you're gonna be if if you're camping in the woods, it's still going to get dark. People are going to have a chance to hear nighttime animals. They're going to have a chance to watch daytime animals go to bed basically uh because it's going to be at the peak for some locations it's going to be around four minutes long i love it so it it varies from three minutes to four minutes across that arc and if people want to know um all the details on on.in.glv backslash eclipse we have a web page of course you do because Um, you guys do such a great job of that yeah, it's got a fact sheet. It it shows where uh, the the time frames for the eclipse and all of the locations that are in the zone of totality. And um, it's if you're in the zone, if you live in Indianapolis or Bloomington or uh, Newcastle, I suggest you just go out in your backyard and look because the traffic's going to be insane. Um, it was in 2017. It's going to be that way for us here in Indiana on that day in the afternoon after the eclipse, which happens sort of between 1 and 4, depending on where you are in the state. People are going to all be trying to get somewhere at the same time. I love it. So, if, yeah, stay 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 home if you can. But if you're going to come see us, be prepared for a lot of traffic and long waits. I love the transition from first-time camper who was there supposedly, according to her neighbors, to see the meteor shower, which she wasn't even aware of. And now we're talking about the solar eclipse that's coming on 4-8 of 24. Time is short, but last weekend of the show, uh, the big show at the Indiana State Fair in the Pavilion, Connie did a great job. I hate that we can't visit on that, but I encourage people to go to the website to find out all the activities going on in state parks and properties as we ease into the fall here what what's the best source for that web page uh go to our interpretive services.in.gov and that will get you to our dnr calendar and all of the fall festivals and fun activities that are happening all through september and october you're great to be with us ginger best of luck i'll see you at this fair or i'll see you somewhere hopefully between now and april for sure but thanks for being a part of indiana outdoors Thanks, Brian. Have a great weekend. My pleasure. It is the Indiana Outdoor Show. I am your host, Brian Pointer. What a great show, but don't go anywhere. When we come back, we're brought to you by Indiana Donor Network, driven to save lives.org. We're going to wrap it up right after this.
does the time go? I loved today's show. I loved everything about it and kicked off with a story that is worthy of telling. There's so much more. We could have done two hours on it. Solo female, first time camper, goes to Shades, has a wonderful experience, self-proclaimed introvert, didn't really want to get outside of her comfort zone or her lane finds out that she can actually invite neighbors over to have s'mores and do the hug and howdy and she's going back i love that story it is what hoosier hospitality is all about and that's what makes our great indiana state parks and properties world class Thanks to Ginger Murphy for talking about the meteor, or not the meteor, the uh, eclipse. We talked about the fact that uh, Leslie, who was that camper, went out and the people in the campground said, are you here for the meteor shower? And she says, no, I'm an accountant. (laughs) And I had to laugh. But the eclipse coming up on April 8th, there is so much hype about this and a lot of folks getting ready for that. Appreciate the update. And of course, this is the last weekend of the great Indiana State Fair. What a beautiful event it has been. Great activity inside the Department of Natural Resources Pavilion. Check it out before you go so you know what's going to be on the front porch, in the back, and all the activities around. Folks, remember, it is great to be with you. It is the Indiana Out door show remember to turn in a poacher 1-800-TIP-I-D-N-R be safe I'll see you at the fair I'll see you outside maybe even a little squirrel hunting be good everybody back next week